much for having me, Tim. I'm excited to be with you. Right, now, I assume you've looked at the map. I assume you know what that district looks like and how that district has voted in the odds that it's going to go Republican in a big way uh, in November. You're trying to get past those other candidates in a May primary. Talk about the politics of this. We'll get into you and your issues and things you're concerned about and why you're running. But talk about the, the, the what some would say, you Democrats out there tilting at windmills. Is this in any way doable? Well, I think that it is doable. I think that we're at a unique moment uh, in Georgia politics and in national politics. Uh, I, I have looked at the, at the map. This is a, a pretty solid red district. Uh, it's become maybe a, a slightly less Republican district uh, over the course of redistricting. So we were at a plus 28 and now we're at plus 15. Uh, so the, the odds are just a little bit better. But the thing about this coming election is we've never had uh, a capital insurrection before. Um, we've never been uh, in a in a moment in politics that that is so little about left versus right political issues and so much about uh, all decent Americans defending the integrity of our democratic republic and our democratic systems. And so what I'm hearing from uh, friends of mine who are thoughtful conservatives and independents uh, is, is that they are looking for a way to stabilize the country and, and are even uh, looking for a way to abandon Trumpism for those that typically that typically vote Republican. Um, that, that, that is losing steam, and it's in the best interest of the Republican Party to stabilize itself uh, by not going down that road. And so, you know, I'm looking at the Republican side in this, and the, the Republican side is not running any moderates. Um, they are running 100 percent big lie supporters. And as you know, the seat is coming open because Jody Heiss, who voted to decertify the election uh, after the, the Capitol insurrection on January 6th, uh, is vacating to try to become secretary of state, uh, presumably so that he can fix elections for the Republican side in the future. Um, and so, you know, I'm I'm a, an evangelical Christian from Macon, Georgia. I'm fiscally responsible. Um, you know, there, there's a lot that I have uh, that I can offer that I think can get bipartisan support. And that is uh, one of the main reasons that I'm entering the race. All right, well, let's talk about that. You said there are no moderates on the Republican ledger of candidates. I, I suppose you would introduce yourself and, and market yourself, brand yourself as a moderate among Democrats. There are those who would look at, at what is now the American left and say, wow, that's way left. Is there, let me ask the question this way, is there a center, a viable center, and are you in it? You know, I think that there is a viable center, and I think that I am in it. And actually, if you know, if one evaluates uh, the political science of where we are uh, in the United States at this time, we have a very extreme far right, uh, and those that are that would be characterized as being on the far left are are really barely left of center on a global scale. Um, our standard Democrats are actually a little bit right of center on a global scale, and, and in other words, they're they're capitalists. Um, they're not communists or socialists, as they're often characterized. And, uh, you know, we've got a couple of people like Bernie and AOC that would describe themselves as democratic socialists. I think that's a, a terrible messaging mistake because, hmm. you know, they're really talking about capitalism. But when, you don't think, uh, Jessica, for you don't think that those folks have a disproportionate voice in the Democrat Party? got a popular voice in the Democratic Democratic Party, and I think that they've got some policy ideas that I that I would align with and others that I would not. Um, but the, the thing is, on the right, we're not even, you know, we're not even hearing a lot about uh, policy and data. And, you know, here's, here's the policy that the right 
uh, implemented and then let's look at how that improved lives for regular people. What we're hearing is a lot of pretext to complain about Democrats and then a lot of grasping for power and control at any cost, even if that means uh, lying about election fraud and tr- trying to overturn the results of legal elections in the will of the voters. Uh, Jessica Four, again, Democratic candidate for Congress, one of five running in Georgia 10, as she mentioned, the race to replace Jody Heiss, who's running for Secretary of State, that 10th district. It concludes just about all of Athens. Uh, talk about yourself for a quick moment here. I assume running for Congress wasn't a full-time job until it became one. What do you do? <laughs> what, what's the day job? Well, so I'm involved in music and real estate, and I've, I've spent the last several years, you know, really um, setting up my life to be uh, self-employed and, and be able to do uh, what I feel like I need to do with my time on any given day. So, uh, you know, I had a, a really good year with real estate last year, um, and that has freed up my time quite a bit to, to work on this this year. I'm a church worship leader at a Methodist church in Lawrenceville that I drive into on Sunday mornings. Um, and then I'm also a, a local singer-songwriter, and I'm involved in the, the local jazz scene and in some classical music and things like that as well. Uh, you mentioned from Macon, I believe I heard you say. Uh, how'd you get to Athens? Uh, well, I came, to, I came to Athens for UGA undergrad, like a lot of other folks. I came in 97, and uh, I, I left for a couple of years after college, but I didn't like being gone, so I came back and have, have been here ever since. And again, out there running for Congress and one of five Democrats, uh, it, it would be one thing to just line up and start taking shots at the Republicans, uh, which you would get to do if you prevail in the primary. But you do have to get there. You have to get from here to there. And, and what's this been like so far? I don't know. Have you, have you folks been doing forums? Uh, what, what's it been like so far for you and the other four candidates? Well, we actually just had our first uh, Democratic candidate forum with Indivisible 10 this past Sunday afternoon on Zoom. Um, The female candidates showed up. The male candidates did not show up. Uh, I've also been in another uh, bipartisan candidate forum where I was the only Democrat that showed up uh, with nine Republicans on stage for the Georgia Farm Bureau Legislative Dinner. And, uh, yeah, um, you know, we are having forums. We haven't really had a, a debate, per se. Uh, it hasn't been in that, for, in that format. Um, but I'll, I'll just mention, you know, among the other candidates, half of them do not live in the district. Um, the other female candidates that are running do not live in the district. Uh, among the men, you know, one of them just got drawn in with redistricting. Um, one of them... Uh, entered the race kind of unbeknownst to anybody else, and, and we don't know a lot about him. But, um, you know, I'm the one that has been living in Athens and, and doing work in the district, serving the district for more than 20 years. And that's not just in Athens-Clark, uh, but that's in multiple counties all over the district where I've been involved in environmental education. I've been involved in domestic violence victim advocacy uh, and youth events. And also, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of traveling church ministry and working with different uh, Methodist, PCA, and Anglican churches, uh, kind of all over Northeast and Central Georgia for a long, long time. Again, Jessica, for a candidate for Congress, I, I got a note someplace, and now I don't have it in front of me. I, it's your event, so you'd know. Tell me about your campaign kickoff and event or fundraiser coming up. I believe it's this weekend. You tell me. Uh, no, it's actually going to be. It's the weekend of uh, April sixteenth. Mm-hmm. It's the same day as the G Day game, and it overlaps. But we'll be going later in the day for people that may be getting out of that game. But uh, April sixteenth at Southern Brewing Company from two to eight p.m. Uh, my campaign is going to have a, a fundraiser slash rally slash huge music festival. We have uh, we have eight Athens bands coming out. Um, and that includes Beatrice Vivos, Caroline Aiken, uh, Timmy Conley. We've got DJ Osmos, um, 
just a bunch of really great folks that are going to be coming out. And, uh, and it's going to be an opportunity to hear from me and to hear from uh, some of the other local candidates that are running for things. I'm going to give, I'm going to give some other folks a chance to, to talk about themselves just a little bit. And it's going to be just a, just a fun day. Um, so would really invite everybody to come out. There are advanced tickets available uh, for $20 online and 25 at the door. Um, and we're going to have a really good time. I mean, that's uh, Southern Brewing. And they're, they're still out on 29 North, I believe. Tell me I'm wrong if I am. But I think that's where we found it. Yeah, that's correct. Southern Brewing. And that's the 16th, as you say, the day of the G-Day game, Saturday before Easter. Jessica Ford, candidate for Congress online, presence anyplace? Yes. My website is jessicaforega.com. Jessica, and that last name, four, F-O-R-E, jessicaforega.com. Jessica Ford, best of luck out there. Thanks for your time this morning. Hey, thank you so much for having me on, Tim. I appreciate it.